Good morning, everyone. It is Mike, Tommy, and Seth with the Explicit Measures Podcast. How's everyone doing? Good morning. Tommy learned this morning about traffic and roads. <laughs> the first time. <laughs> so slightly late. We're, we're much better than last uh, Much last better than last time. Yeah. Well, helps, not, we're helps not 15 you, minutes late. Helps you actually have the internet. <laughs> it's a big help. We we had a, a few new people on last time too, and then we're like, uh, "Hold on, no, no, it's really good." No, <laughs> <laughs> please, please yeah. go watch the earlier episodes. We were much better. Yeah, thanks, Melissa, Coach, for taking the time. Sorry, just wait. Can you wait another ten? A bunch of people showing up. Yeah, it's hilarious. You can blame that on me, but at yeah. least I had technical problems instead of planning problems. Yeah, so. there we go. Just but, kind of out of your control. <laughs> I saw the uh, user group on Tuesday. You guys have been rolling out user group meetings like crazy. We got a machine there for user groups. We're help. We're helping out a lot of other user groups. There's a so we we did the one on Monday. That's our our Power Apps Milwaukee Power BI Power Platform user group. So we did Monday's one during the day, and then we did Tuesday in the evening. Um, that was our group, which was fun. A lot of fun, by the way. There was actually a a lot of it's, it's been it's been turning into this interesting like we do the 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 session. And then we kind of have happy hour afterwards, you know, kind of not online. It's not broadcasted through YouTube. And we kind of just hang out, do just talk about things. There's a couple of people who regularly show up. And then they've been turning into these like mini hackathons. So we, the last two times we've done it, we've been like, has anybody found any interesting code or anything across the web that's kind of interesting? Let's, let's play around with something. Who wants to learn something? And so we've kind of been sharing screens and building things and playing around with stuff, which has been a lot of fun. Um, and so... Yeah, there might be some YouTubes coming out of what we learned about in the evening of uh, the, I guess, the the, the who, pug. Who knows? We may have some presentations from people coming out of it, too. You know, That's you true. Never, you never know. Yes. But I agree that, uh, you know, rather than just you know, asking questions of the presenter and stuff, I, I like where it's starting to go, which is, you know, you got a, got a bunch of people that enjoy working with Power BI and... Yeah you know, kicking the tires on an idea or you yeah. know, a new tool or something like that. And um, it, it's, it was fun. It was a great time. So that was, and then we have um, Tommy, you got one coming up on the ninth. Um, so that's the 9th of November for the, the user group for Chicago. So we're going to help yep. out with that one. And I just got my fingers involved with uh, working out with the, I don't remember the, exactly the location of him, um, but James Bartlett has re resurrected Des Moines. the Des Moines user groups so the Des Moines user groups coming out um and then they're going to be on I believe on Friday next week so they're also like hey can you guys just blast it across all the social media it's like yeah sure why not Mike's like put my face on camera again oh I don't <laughs> I don't so I I don't put my face on camera stuff, on you've been, the other you've been ones cranking out a lot yeah congrats yeah. man it's it's good stuff Little by little, when, I think there's a lot of when, whenever I miss you, I just turn on a YouTube video. <laughs> I, just on, I just open YouTube and, and it reminds me how much five of recommendations. <laughs> the creepiest, I, I will say this the creepiest was it, it like uh, taking, taking a break, you know, these YouTube shorts on your phone. Yeah, the creepiest was where Mike popped up on yes. YouTube shorts <laughs> when, you, when you did a few and you went over to Europe. Yeah. I was like, whoa. All right, that's that's enough. That's of that. a bit. That's a bit too much. It's a bit too the much. Next day, you're just gonna see ads by Mike on Google. Exactly. He's it was a hilarious me. story, though. Like, hey, I'm going to presentation in Europe, and I forgot my laptop. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was a good one. I felt that was worthy of. I was trying out the shorts thing. I didn't know how. I don't. I don't know how it really works very well. Everyone else is yeah. good at making these like roundabout loops. Like, 
their their ending phrase is the beginning phrase, so you can just kind of keep watching it twice. And you're like, I don't really know where it starts and where it ends because their ending question begins their starting phrase, and they're they're getting pretty smart with all this stuff. So it's another generation, Mike. Oh man, <laughs> we passed that time. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so um, today's topic. Let's let's jump in. Actually, before I do that, any other kind of uh, announcement across the blog any, and any new developments that you saw uh, that would be worth talking about before we get going? I'll take that as a I think no. we're good. <laughs> I'll take that as a no. All right. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about, you know, working in Power BI, what is a short-term, what is a long-term solution? And, you know, argue, fight. <laughs> this is going to be one, um, how we kind of work through what defines a short-term versus long-term solution in Power BI? Um, why you may come to one uh, one design plan versus another? What will be the reasoning for for doing a short-lived uh, report as opposed to trying to always build everything to to live a long time, have a long longevity? Uh, so yeah, we'll go there. Um, Tommy, I believe this was this whose topic was this? Was this your topic, Tommy? And I think it was we were at the the summit or somewhere where we were together where someone was talking about short term, long term, and that's why I wrote it down. I I wish I wrote down the actual source, but the the idea here is really, anytime we're building reports, there's always that conflict of t the resources available, time, people, data, and the you know the uh, ex the client involved. And you never have unlimited resources with each of these. Yes. And the difference here, and we've talked about like technical debt before. We've talked about uh, other things when project planning. But the idea here is you're very limited resources or you only have a finite set. And not only that, but you're dealing with a, you know, a stakeholder or a client or requester who's expecting, you know, project A to turn out in a, turn out in a certain way. But sometimes based on getting something out, there may be something that can be satisfied in the near term, mm -hmm. or you can take the time and really plan something out. And again, this is, I think all things data, and especially when we're dealing with Power BI, where there are more connectors that we need. So the idea here is really like, where do you start when you getting a request? Where's that planning? Where's that compromise? So I'll kind of let, I'll leave the floor right there and just want to hear from you guys just, common scenarios that you've heard or actually kind let's, of start with let's uh, define short and long. Yeah, I was going to say, let's, let's start from the very beginning. Let's just kind of say um, when we talk about a Power BI report that's going to have a short-term solution versus a long-term solution, let's just define what we think those mean first. So maybe kick it over to Seth. How, how would you define short versus long-term, Seth? I'll, I'll start with this, right? A, a short-term report should be one that's like ad hoc to one-time analysis. You're just, you're, you're using Power BI to compile a bunch of data uh, and, and produce some insights for a one-time thing or, you know, sporadically for yourself. Long-term, it's going to be around a while or it serves a business purpose or, you know, something that's not going to go away. People are going to reference it a lot. That That's the simplistic where I think we're going or probably <laughs> going with the conversation yep. is the... Uh, what we talked about in an earlier podcast where part of that upfront conversation should have the question of how long or like how many people are like what, what the duration of the report is going to be, you know, is it a one-time thing? Is it a, yep. you know, to, to kind of suss out what sort of shortcuts really you can take or things you don't have to do in the report. Um, 
I, I think where this is an interesting conversation is it most reports could be both, right? Is there a short-term implementation and a long-term? And and that dovetails into another episode, which is around tech, tech debt, right? Yeah. How much are you going to incur uh, to get something out the door as quickly as possible? Because let's face it, any business you're in, they want things as fast as possible. And it's our job Agreed. to, um, you know, if, if we had all the time in the world, of course, we could do a magnificent job in producing every single report. And it would probably, you know, add 30% more time onto everything you do. Maybe more. Right? Yeah. And, and, you know, some, some firms, you can do that. Yeah. Most organizations I've ever been a part of, you can't. So th this is an interesting conversation because like, what are the things you, 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 you have to make part of your short term versus, you know, something that you can move into a long term, I, I think. You bring up some interesting thoughts here and it triggers some other ideas in my head. First one was you talked a little bit about short term, long term, and you talked about um, the size of the audience. So I think that's maybe an aspect that we look at here, right? A short-term report would be expected to be viewed or used by a smaller subset of people, right? It's it's more, it's less, it's more like about what I'm doing, what I'm working on, not necessarily being shared. I think the long-term version of report is more about a larger audience. So I think that's, that's one, the delineation there. And um, there's another part of this. Oh, the other thought you, you mentioned there towards the end, Seth, I'm thinking like, you know, short term could be more of that self-service piece, right? It's kind of an ungoverned, I built it, I made it, it's it's up and working, it, it does what I need it to do. Long term, long term living or long term designed reports are more around that report that you're going to, it's going higher in the organization. It's at the C levels, VP levels. These are people that are going to rely on this report day after day. So again, it's kind of like your audience, and then it's now a matter of like, okay, how do we, how much governing is on top of that report, right? Because you're going to spend, again, with Tommy's point, we have a finite amount of time and money. So if we if we had a lot of time and money, we'd throw 10 developers on a report and just let them go to town, figure the whole thing out. We don't have that luxury, nor do we have un unlimited time. So we have to kind of figure things out and, and evaluate, you know, what do these reports do? And are they supposed to sit in short term? And, and long term. So, how do you do you yeah. like those definitions, Tommy, or do you want to add to this? I'm actually, I'm actually going to disagree Ooh. with kind of what, what you guys. Yes, it's been a while. <laughs> um, so the the idea because I was trying to think about this, and again, one of our previous episode we talked about technical debt. Sure. Again, a lot of things like okay, how is this different? So I don't think short term solution is necessarily just for either an ad hoc self-service or for just a preliminary report to me the short term is not necessarily that you don't whether it's like we don't have the data we'd have to wait longer it's can we come out deliver something that has the bells and whistles that are the bare minimum you know you could obviously create a more advanced report with more bookmarks more features uh do a little more performance optimization that's part of the technical debt but the short term is more like, can we just give a bare bones and that serves the purpose? Well, you're talking about development. You're talking about development cycle. What I would argue yeah. there is even though your report is bare bones, that could serve a serve a long term purpose. Yes, but I'm saying the short term at the time just to get it out the door to, because the, the you're done really with the solution when the person requesting it in a sense is satisfied and they leave you alone. 
and they yeah and when they leave you alone so in, but and more your or less report, and your report usage is zero or <laughs> yeah. well, well i mean well, okay okay well so, yeah no but, i mean listen i i i could put a table one table on a visual and make that my entire report and i will get views i will okay, get usage so, out of so it so your but, your your definition for short learn long term is what you get out the door first so let's assume it's it's a report that's going to be around a while what you get out the door first versus enhancements right right basically like having Fine. your fits, basic fits yeah into the second part sure it fits in the second part but i think that can you may need to take more time because there's other there's other difficulties too where maybe you don't you're asking for a report you don't have the connections you have to build some custom apis there's other connections that you need authorization you have to go through the data I don't think that's necessarily part of necessarily just the short term, but there's that conversation of what is the bare minimum that we need to at least satisfy to get this out so we can push it live. So, so that, really what we're talking about is is ver like the versions of a report. Yeah. Right. I mean call, we, it, call it version, call it whatever the case. We call it like a version. Minimum viable product MVP. Yeah, and yeah, then right. we can kind of recycle, so to speak, or revisit at another time. So I, I that and that's cool, right? I guess for for clarity you don't have to agree with me but <laughs> i i don't yeah. think we're disagreeing okay okay i think you're defining you're you're further defining the third thing we were talking about which was which was exactly this yeah. short for you know yeah, yeah putting yeah. something out there versus you know that that longer term term lead so i i guess the i have i have like four different things right off the top of my head but what are what are some of the significant differences between a short-term version of a report and a long-term? I want to talk very tactically what I think would be just physical items, like the, the actual styling piece of it, right? A few, if not no bookmarks, no background images, right? You're talking um, maybe you change the background color to like a gray and drop visuals on the page. That's probably about it for me. Like if I'm, if I'm talking like a quick report, getting something out there, and I'm thinking of like, this is like the idea of, and again, I keep going back to like audience, right? Those kind of reports, I'm not going to present to a wider audience. Those kind of reports I'm going to use internal to a small team. It's like monitoring our pipeline. We want to see our data moving through our, you know, enterprise data warehouse system, right? And we want to just track what's going on. It doesn't need to be pretty. It just needs to show numbers by day. It's a short-term solution. You do, you know, it's a very short development cycle, put some data down, shape it, done, move on. When you start talking like longer-term solutions, you're doing like, now I'm adding backgrounds. Now I'm adding bookmarks. I'm in, I'm working with the marketing team or whatever to to refine this, you know, external facing report. The 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 people consuming the data require there's more rigor around the numbers are correct, right? We just can't throw numbers down from a table. We actually have to go back through and evaluate them, make more elaborate calculations. So that that's kind of where I think the breakpoints are. I mean, what about you? See, I think those the things that you just described, like the background. <clears throat> some of the colors that should be for any solution if you have a theme no yeah there are okay. solutions there yeah. are solutions that do not need this internal internal reporting no. for the vi team does not need a theme or background they would if not you, or, or, i I, um, I i feared i may divert but i will just say <laughs> create a theme for your internal team upload that almost? you're done so and then that solves that problem all of a sudden you never have to worry about that again if you have a theme per one what i would say especially whether again you could be dealing with short term doesn't have to be like five days 
Short term could be three weeks, depending on the project scope. Oh, dude, if anything falls into three weeks of scope, that's for me instantly long term. Short term is like a depend- couple days development max. I think we're talking about bigger things, though, because it doesn't necessarily have to be. Hey, think, we already I have. Think I want to work in your organization. <laughs> yeah, I want to build three weeks for a report. Well done, Dami. If you right. if your if your estimates and things are three weeks long, you get well, golf clap, man. <laughs> let, let's let's, a let's, all, let's let's all listen here and understand what we're saying when we when we say short term versus long term. Yeah, because again. You may be dealing with something from the ground up, a new infrastructure. It may be integrated with another product. You may be dealing with a power app where there has to be more data input and data validation. That doesn't necessarily mean five days. I think when we're thinking the very standard solution is, hey, build a report. We already have the data. You know, We just have to do some modifications. That's not necessarily always the case. There's again, something new introduced, a new data source, a new logic, or there's going to be external things that are going to be affecting the report. Short term to me is the bare minimum to get out the door that it can be published, that it can be start being used by an audience. And again, depending, it could be something that you already have the data available where it can be turned in three days, or it could be something where, again, there's a huge infrastructure take that may take a longer time, but it's still, to me, it's the short term compared to what the end solution is. I, th- I think we're saying the same thing. I think we're just saying it slightly different, right? So you're saying like, you know, you're saying- That happens a lot. Well, I mean, I, I think we're kind of defining a lot of the same, similar items, right? You're saying short term could take a little bit of time to develop it, but when you start getting into these more, a longer term development cycle takes more effort around getting the, getting the, um, when you have other people involved, you have other people's dependencies, not just you. It, it, like, yeah, you start talking about yeah. like you know the more integrations, like with power apps, getting extra data sources. I mean, one hundred percent, I agree that it's long term. And, and I think what you're, I feel, I feel like what I'm hearing is, I'm just saying when I'm defining short term, I think this is maybe the only difference where I'm hearing you talk differently than what I am is when I'm saying short term, I'm literally saying like the time to develop the report is mm-hmm. is is a short term thing, and I would almost probably put you know, as a, and maybe not a best practice, but maybe like a, a, a word to the wise, most of your report things, assuming that there's not a large requirements gathering at the very beginning, right? That someone comes in and says, hey, we just want this very, you kind of start off most reports in this short-term space. You know, most reports kind of begin there because you want to get something in front of people to get them to react to it. Because I feel like most of the time when I'm building reports, people don't know what they want until they've seen it. So when I spend a lot of time trying to interpret what people are looking for, even if I've done a good requirements gathering on it, it doesn't always seem to meet their needs. And I've gone through a number of cycles with reporting where I build one, we have meetings with them, here's what we're building. Like, oh yeah, this is great, this is great. We sh- the person who's le- leading the building the report space, we go give this report to people and they're like, eh, that wasn't really what I wanted. And so we go through a couple iterations on it. So I, I feel like, so I, I'm not, I don't think we're saying this, different things. I think we're saying the same stuff. I just feel like when I'm talking about short-term items, I'm literally talking about time to development. If it's a if it's a short-term development solution, we're taking a little amount of time to develop it, and we're pairing out or removing a lot of this extra stuff that would take away my time from developing that report quickly. So I'm going to take this in a slightly different direction, right? right? Because I think some of the challenge around short-term, long-term is is where either you're doing a you know first version of a report you know is going to be around or you know like the the chats discussing right now yep the short term that turns into the long term 
right? It, you, you put out a report that, you know, you don't know where it might land, but it's going to stick around because usage, Mike, like you said. Yeah. I, I think that the challenge for me and the distinction between these two, when you're building something to produce value to the business is 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 the impact of the decisions you make around short versus long term yeah because make no mistake right the first thing everybody needs to understand is you are the owner of the decisions of what goes in one versus two and Mm -hmm. there's a business assumption that what you are building is going to work as expected so what are the sacrifices you're making in choosing a short like to get something out quicker versus the long-term solution and i think in my mind they they revolve around a couple categories one is you're you're potentially creating issues with scalability right Mm -hmm. you're implementing things in your model that that are are expansive in size, but it's fine because your first revs are not going to hit loads that that you're you know you could assume over time. So you're you're building in something that you could tweak out later. Um, reliability, right? Like how fast or like is the pipeline you built solid? Is is all get or is there you know a backup strategy? Is there restoring that model? Is you know. Have you done all of the pieces in place that make sure that you're going to have timely data? Performance, are you, you know, some of those same things in terms of like the scalability thing? Is your model going to be performant? Could could you tweak it more? Right, yeah, you could spend another day performance tuning, sure, and get another second out of it. Does that matter? Well, maybe not up front. Mm-hmm. And then I think you go into other areas where um, that are visual, right? Usage like end user usage of the report when they're clicking on certain things. Do we have the information icon? Do you have a hover over? Do you have something that like is intuitive from the end user perspective because everybody's going to be using it or it's an external facing application kind of, you know, report. And is it visually appealing? Like those are the, like the five things that like in my mind are the trade-offs that I start to make when I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, I, we could, we could make this, a three week project or we could make it a one week project, you know, like, but you, I, I think the challenge for me is you can't assume that you're not going to need to address those because mm-hmm. if you put something out that is sacrificing in one of those areas and you know, eventually you're going to hit, hit a threshold, you're, you're building that, that pool of tech debt that you absolutely need to like address at some point down in the future. So I, I love where this is going because I, I couldn't agree more with what you're saying. I think especially you you start following this rut of doing a lot more short term where all of a sudden most of your reports out there are the, this bare minimum product. But I think there's risks on both sides. And I, would I think agree. too, because sometimes we're like, okay, if I had all this time, I could build the perfect report. Uh that's not always the case because I think there's a lot of times too, where that deadline or just to get something out the door, again, all of us can be very analytical and all of us can maybe enhance a report too much. We're all sitting there like, well, you know, I have more time. They gave me a long-term three weeks, let's say, because it's a standard thing. And you start building the bookmarks and the drill through, and you have all these little neat features and report tool tips. Well, that can make the report louder. 
where sometimes the short term is they need to know this in the very at the very basic core they just need to know this number it takes all these steps and processes and all this background noise just to find out what is this number and we just want to track this number if they had a card a dashboard a scorecard that just showed number x they will be satisfied but then we can kind of build too much fluff on top of it i think when it deals with the long term where in a sense we don't necessarily know when to stop and i think that's one of the other risks and then part of that is bloat so one of the things i i think that when you guys talk through this is how do i know based on a report request when i'm jumping into a short-term solution versus a long-term solution where's that decision breakpoint? so I guess as I'm thinking about this, like, okay, I hear what we're saying. We're, we're, we're all kind of saying slightly different things, right? Mm -hmm. Tom, you're saying, like, it's a simple report. It's not a lot of stuff going on it. You know, we still have maybe themes. And, you know, I'm finding it, like, bend on, like, how I, how I perceive a short-term report. But on the other end of this, I mean, I really go back to Matthew Roach's, Roach's pyramid on at the top of that pyramid is the governed data sources. There's a, there's a smaller subset of governed data sources, and I keep feeling like, these short-term solutions are more of this self-service space a little bit that is a little bit more organic on how they're being created and what they're doing. And then at the top of this apex of the pyramid, where we start talking about, you know, enterprise data warehousing, we have a lot of rigor around the data set. To me, those are longer-term solutions. And there are, I mean, I was writing down notes here. In that long-term solution, we're, we're clearly saying there needs to be an SLA with the data. You know, we have probably help tips across the report. We're probably also adding potential training videos about the report. Mm -hmm. And that speaks to like that larger audience. We're going to, we're going to consume this report at the larger audience level where I think this conversation bodes well for organizations is to, as a, as a report developer, when do, when do I know some, a, a random request has come to me. When do I know it's either short-term or long-term or how can I identify that as a user? So, and I, I love what you're saying. I also find it very interesting that just the definition of short-term and long-term, we all have, in a sense, slightly different yeah. definitions, which I find okay. very interesting. And, and I, I bet if you ask the uh, people listening and watching, it's all going to be a slightly variation, which I think would affect your behavior. I, I think so, reading through the chat yeah. here from YouTube, I mean, YouTube's been quite active and we've got a number of people kind of chit-chatting back and forth. It sounds like a lot of these are like talking about like in adding incremental value, right? I build a report. Mm -hmm. I want to add incremental value and keep building that report, acknowledging that along that route, there's going to be some level of tech debt, but <clears throat> we're going to defer that for later, right? So uh, short term allows for more technical debt in a report build. A long term solution is you're trying to weed out as much tech debt as possible mm -hmm. within a reasonable amount of time. And I think that that's a very fair, like, again, we're not going to be able to like nail this down with like, a single idea. I don't think, I think this is going to be kind of a broad spectrum yeah. of what people are going to, but in just, you know, in, in yeah. general, right. I feel like that's the right direction. I, and I would agree with that because kind of another angle in terms of identifying that short-term long-term i don't necessarily think the project itself when it's presented to you is always known it's going to be short or long-term yes i would you agree with that um so i'm when i say this is so let me i'm going to comment yeah. my, my phrase here when i say a report comes to you right again i'm thinking that this is report needs that are coming to me as like the bi team or the bi lead or whatever I'm, the report requests are coming in maybe we have a, a jira ticket sure. system or stuff just comes in and we're like oh okay that's one, that's one perspective to look at this. Also, I think another perspective is just across the whole organization. People have Power BI, desktop, across the org. When do I walk in? Like, I walk into a room, 
people are working on a power report or they have something on the screen that's power bi report based can i assess what we're looking at i again i'm coming in you know knowing nothing basically mm -hmm. i show up and be like oh well, this is a this is a short-term solution and then we know like we know what we have expectations now or if i walk into a room and like oh wow okay this is a long-term solution i think just being able to have i guess the question here is can, is there a way to identify when i walk into that room or a request is given to me in either of those scenarios what's short-term and long-term because i think that if if you can communicate to your team hey what you just asked me to is like and this is what i do with clients i do t-shirt sizing right like oh i want this cool amazing thing like look like, like just like this other program i'm like uh okay well that's a large t-shirt like you, you ask for something that's hard to do that's mm -hmm. that's a lot of effort because we're playing within this power bi framework we have certain things that are easy and th certain things that are more effort to build and then i can give them like okay well if, if you don't want that here's other alternative solutions that would be easier to implement and it would take less time so i'm helping them understand like what is the scope of what the framework can do or not do when, I, when they ask me these requests. So I think <clears throat> when I'm coming into these situations, I'm looking at going, okay, short-term, long-term, what t-shirt siders are we looking at? Just right. kind of generally, like, is it is it large or is it a small? Well, and what you just said is exactly what I'm saying, where you may have this big request is long-term, but based on other things going on, it's like, okay, how, if we made this short term, what would it look like? Yeah. Would that be, would that be satisfactory? Yep. Take the data governance, getting that rolled out. That's obviously a long-term solution. Mm -hmm. You're not getting that rolled out in three days. However, and especially based on Melissa Coates writing and the documentation, you know, what does that short term look like to get it at least off the ground? Yeah. Like what is a minimum value product for governance? And I think that it can go both ways, but mm -hmm. what you just said is exactly what I was referring to is where, the request may not necessarily present itself as short term, but you may need to make a compromise or pivot to say, okay, we need to make this short term. Yes, I agree. And I think that's, I think that's a, a conversation that you need to at least be in the, in the back of your mind is just kind of like someone saying, Dan Meisner, is the t-shirt um, made of heavy cotton, Egyptian cotton, or is it more like a, a t-shirt I pick up from Walmart, thin and light? <laughs> that's, that's true. I mean. I mean, am I making a wool coat or am I, am I making a t-shirt actually? So um, I think the challenge, the challenge with that though is, and I like your idea, right? Like even if you're going into any meeting, like t-shirt sizing for people, right? right? You, you can't always do that like with visual representation, mm -hmm. right? Because sometimes the hardest part about building, you know, a report page is the calculations that, that we have to, you know, right like create and massage to get the experience the way the end user wants it. Right. So it's not, yep. it's not necessarily the pretty, pretty, it's right. the challenge of like, what are you, what are they asking? And like introducing what, what I, what I've been mulling around in my head, which is like, how do you convey to the business that like what we're doing is, is more than your, your manual Excel function or the simple SQL query. Right. And mm -hmm. I think there's this huge misconception that that needs to be addressed in this conversation that Power BI solutions are are in some way, you know, we talk about framework, but in some respects, like they're they're an application. They're a data application. Mm -hmm. Like the amount of development, hardcore development that goes into, you know, building pipelines and transforming data and yep. cleaning data and then building calculations on top of things like I think by nature, we've done ourselves almost a disservice by talking about how simple Power BI is 
And it can be. It's fantastic. A business user can go slap some things together and get great insights. But when we're talking about like complex reports or deep insights that are being driven, you know, in some high level business reports that are being used by every, everybody like this, there's this is heavy, heavy development work. And I, it's interesting to me that it should be more part of the conversation in, in some way that, you know, in the same way that, uh, the business looks at IT and the developers like, oh man, well, it, they could say it takes a month and it, I'd be okay with that. Right. Yeah. Whereas, whereas with us, it, you know, um, I, 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 I'm just trying to introduce like that thought in there. Cause it's not always the look. It's well, not you, always. And I think you're absolutely right about that. I, when you were mentioning that, Seth, I, I feel like I'll, I'll let me play a scenario and you guys tell me if I'm off base or not. I feel like a lot of times when we're talking about these short-term solutions, a short-term solution has a defined end time. It has a defined, it, it defined life cycle. I'm only going to use it for this small audience, and it, I am kind of anticipating it to be. I thought term... we walked away from that. Well, I thought. Definition. Yeah. Well, maybe. Well, so here, let me, let me. This is the business scenario I'm, I'm thinking through, right? I've been in situations where um, someone has come to me and says, hey, I have a Power BI report. It's working for me. We're looking to make this. We need to add more data to it. We need, again, these additional requirements are coming that is taking this short term report and moving it into more of like a longer term solution. So the person who built it initially was just saying, I'm just going to play around with something. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure out what the, and this is what we talk about Seth all the time, right? Act like the business, think like IT, right? We want that short, quick version of a report just to prove out is the techno, is the report even going to be worth, worth our time, right? Do that short-term look at that report, get something together. And if people are finding value from the data that's in the report, now we can say back, step back and say, okay, let's, let's assess some more of these longer-term um, objectives and that report changes from that short-term solution that someone kind of built on their own in a vacuum. We start adding these other things that are going to make it more of a long-term viable solution. So we, you know, I feel like there's, I have had a lot of conversations like that, right? Here's my report. It's not great. The M code is a mess. Uh, we're doing a, way more M than we should. And now we're going back and saying, okay, most of this M should get pushed back into SQL or the back end. And you, you go through the report and say, I know what you built, and now I'm putting those SLAs around this report. Again, this is one of the things we talked about makes it long-term. Push those things back up into the back end, and then now we've got this more robust pattern to follow. Does, does that make sense? Like, a, I, I, think, I think we, yes, it, I, I think it, it absolutely is part of the conversation. We just deviated slightly from, yeah. from, the, from a BI team Sorry. building a report. Yeah. No, and it's fine. But you address the same types of things yes. in, a, in a slightly different way, yeah. which I think present potentially bring different challenges, right? Agreed. Because, yeah. because if we're in the BI realm, like I'm, I know what I'm sacrificing versus like what you're talking about, which I love, is that um, the adoption ma methodology of like yes. I'm, I'm a self-service user. I built this wonderful usage of mishmash of spider web of things. Yep. Yep. Here. I want to graduate this because the value to the business is increasing. Yes. What do you do with that? Like yes. to me, that's <laughs> to, to me, that's pre short term. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. So, yeah. Because, I, I because you're, you're going to have to still go through those same things of like, okay, great. What did you build? And then like figure out what the minimum viable product or that short term okay. solution yeah. is going to be, because now it's in the realm of like, I, I think you're, thought pattern of increasing value to the business while graduating things up the steps of 
Yeah. Short and I think we've always been talking the extremes. We're either talking like, give me a table or give me the most advanced DAX functions you've ever seen with the most advanced report. I think there's this whole other kind of middle ground where you can have a long-term overall solution that may have some short-term fixes in it. And I'm not talking technical yep. debt. And sure. what I'm referring to here is basically, have you ever had a report in report development purgatory where it's like you keep doing these iterations and it has basically what the initial request was, but it's basically, like, oh, well, you know what would be great? Can we add this? And then you keep doing these additional things that maybe could be done once it's published where you can add that other page. Like, hey, you know, actually, can you add a gap analysis to this? Or that, that would be great. But it already has the, in a sense, the framework it has to build the themes that it can be published and begin to be used. Um, and I think that's where sometimes the, the fear of saying, let's get this long-term where we're getting everything that the, the stakeholder wants, where you can say, okay, we've built based to the request. We have satisfied the needs. They like it. They want to add now all these additional bells and whistles. Mm -hmm. Where can we in a sense say, is it at a point right now where we can revisit those, but let's get this pushed out. Yeah, I, I, I'm, uh, oh man, so many good thoughts. So I, I feel like, so we were talking earlier, we were kind of arguing about like, does it have to have a theme in a background or not? I mean, I think, yes. I think just to, your, to reiterate I think, that, I think to your point though, right? I mean, I get, I think I'm, maybe I'm changing my tune here a bit, right? If you have templates, right? If you have some good planning around this, a center of excellence that's pumping out, here's a couple templates to start from. Here's where you begin. And, you know, also now thinking about what Seth and I built around with scrims and layouts, right? A scrim basically is here's a collection of background images that let you see how these visuals should potentially be oriented on a page. It doesn't, it doesn't lock you into a specific one design. It just gives you some planning around all of that. So having, having off the shelf things like that initially, I think reduced, reduces some of the risks at the short term. So Tommy, one of your comments here was like, can we, you know, talking through like, what are the risks of doing one of one or either of these approaches, right? I think one of the risks of short term is you have the potential for like not conforming to like a company standard or something mm -hmm. like, and that's where I think that, you know, as a solution to that risk is think about templates that you can publish out into your center of excellence that people can just go pick up and say, Hey, when you're starting reports, start from here. This will automatically get you into a place where you're, you're kind of ready to go kind of thing. I'm going to, I'm going to shift gears here based on this conversation okay. a little bit. To, to me, right, if short versus long is addressing different problems at different times. Ooh. And, and I think maybe that's where where going into those initial conversations is important, right? Because what is, what is it what is what is a short term? What is the value of a short term thing? In a in a short period of time, you're able to address a business problem with the results of the report. Yep. Right. Agreed. So you're solving that immediate need. Does the business at that time care about, you know, performance innately, right? Do they care about um, how, how it's going to scale to a hundred thousand users? I mean, that's absurd, but a thousand users instead of the 10. No, yeah. yep. they don't. I think, I think what happens over time is, in the moment where we're building stuff, are we providing the value to the business without sacrificing the ability to, to address those future problems, right? Like, are you building th something that is just throwaway 
well, you better make sure it's, it doesn't get picked up, you know, for, for long-term usage. And I think because or, like, or at in, least in, call in, out, there's a lot of tech debt that goes along with getting it out of short term. But, but into, think, of, think about yeah. what tech debt is, right? Think about what tech debt is. And this is why I'm saying like those five areas are the, the five areas I choose to skimp on. I'm not, I'm not harming the report, but I, I don't mm -hmm. know where it's going to scale. Correct. If all of a sudden the report starts to slow down for business users, the business is going to find value in you performance to me. That was a tech debt thing we chose to do. Yes. Mm -hmm. If the if the report is all of a sudden exploding in the organization and people don't know how to use it well, well, maybe we invest more time in enhancing the usage and the visually appealing aspects of it because you're solving that business problem. But I, I think what's important is is when you're building things, you're picking and choosing the right things that you could invest more time in. Mm -hmm or it supports the ability to invest more time in versus complete throwaway work, where in order to address what those potential problems could be, you're, you're, you're not starting from scratch. No. And I love that because like I, I completely agree with you. If I believe I heard you correctly, where you may have a long-term project, a long-term solution for a report, but within it, there may be certain short-term things that you're doing. Because it has the basic functionality, it has the the data is accurate, but there are other things you could do within it that could be more long term. But you may choose not to because at at the time it is a valuable product that you can release. Is is that kind of what you're referring to? Where you may have a it could be a long term project, but with short term solutions within it. I'm I'm saying I'm saying. Yes, that is what I'm saying. But at this, if if we think about a theme we consistently mm -hmm. talk about, what's important for people to understand the architecture yeah. and ecosystem building reports is, it, it's important that you're always building for someone else mm -hmm. or for something else, right? So maybe maybe my recommendation is, regardless of short or long term, you shouldn't be building a short term solution for people, right? For yourself is different for people that would require a total rewrite yes if, you, I, yeah. if it turned into a long-term thing and there are decision points you can make or as you're building out the the report and finish like put down those those technical documentation tech debt parts that are like hey i made this decision if performance comes up like this is the thing we fix if you know there's no visual interactions in this report we could add info buttons and here's right. the calculations of things we just didn't have time to do it because we didn't have two paid two two days to build in bookmarks right like the placeholder for coming back and resolving some of those things that you know would become long term yeah so there's basically bare minimum requirements regardless right. of what you're doing right you should have you should never have reports like just don't click refresh <laughs> so <laughs> No, no. Yeah. It, it's where it's where you it's where you make a refresh button in in paint and put it yeah. up on the right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So so I'm gonna try to boil this down to some. I, I've heard a lot of things we have talked about. I'm trying. I'm taking literally feverish notes around all these things. This is just really good stuff. I feel like. So if I had if I had to go look at like short term, long term, it sounds like there's. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out some generalized buckets here of the of where we're doing these compromises. So. It sounds like what we're saying, short term, there are some compromises that are not in what we're doing in long term. And the reason being is because we, we want the development time to be shorter versus, uh, you know, a multi-month or a longer running development process on a report. So short term, I'm seeing we're talking about three kind of areas, performance, 
documentation, and I'm just going to call a, a very generic one, rigor around UI UX. Those are the three areas of a report. In short term, testing, performance, maybe we're not tuning in as much as we should, right? But in a long-term solution, we're talking about SLAs. We're talking about tuning and performance and making sure that we have a test bed of a thousand users to hit this report data model and making sure that it's performant, right? We're looking at things like that. We're doing incremental refresh. The data is getting larger, right? Size of volume. Those are kind of things that are more long-term solution supporting. Documentation, right? In the short term, maybe we're not documenting everything. And you said it earlier, Seth, you was like, the report might be growing in usage, but we don't have a lot of help bubbles around the page. We don't have instructional videos. There's not a, a training session that people went through to go to the video to, to the report. So we're cutting some corners. We're doing less documentation in order to get it out in a short-term solution. And then the final is around like the rigor around the UI UX, right? Walking the user journey through the report, making sure the buttons make sense, adding bookmarks, more styling around the background images and scrims and stuff like that, right? So, I mean, would you guys agree? Is that like, is, a, is that like the, th would you quantify most of the things we're talking about is fitting in one of those three areas? I, I do. I'm also gonna throw in like one of the first steps, which is probably in that upfront conversation right with mm -hmm. business and and we add it but maybe this is where what is the business value of the report like what is the most important thing that we solve when we build this report and it's probably going to be like we, we don't have visibility into the data like mm -hmm. I, I don't know we're trying to answer this business problem and maybe the next follow-up question to that is okay um let's say this report lives for three to six months or the the audience grows are the same you know same value props there or what enhancements would you like to see in the report or what is a, what, what, what would be important for you to uh, have as a business user, you know, that, and, and obviously functionality at working, you know, things like that are going to be there, but it would also potentially, you know, draw up, oh, well, you know, eventually my pipe dream would be that I have 20 bookmarks on the right-hand side and I can navigate to any report in the system and blah, blah, you know, like you never know where that good stuff is going to lead. Cross report drill through. So yeah. Are you no, adding, I, are yes. you adding another category or are you adding something like, so to me, I think this is the step before. I think it's a step before. I think this right. is part of documentation though. No, I mean, I think this is part of the scoping. business conversation. Mm -hmm. Scoping. Yeah. I, because I, I completely agree with Seth where you have that conversation where you're finding out even with the long term where it's like, Hey, what is the minimum viable thing just to get this driving? Then we can worry about air conditioning. But and, it also, yeah. but it also clarifies. And right. this is the important that's, thing. Yeah, that's it clarifies in your head what what are the things you could skip out on. Right. And I think that's actually a great I was but, I was literally scoping. I was just about, hold on, hold on. Scoping does not relate to those three items though. Scoping is just defining what's in those three items. Scoping is a separate conversation altogether. Regardless if you're doing long-term or short-term reporting. There should always be a scoping conversation. Scoping I'm is not saying, part no, of yeah. what the long-term or short-term solution is. I'm saying these questions would certainly help you understand. Oh, totally like agree. What yeah. the short-term value of what you're building is and introducing a concept to that end user of say, you know, we know the audience is 10 people right now, but it, you know, do you see this expanding within the organization? You know, is this something that that you would find value as it would increase? You know, yes. Okay. Does does our current solution meet all of those needs, or what does this look like in six months to a year, or whatever? That's what I'm driving right. at. Because then you're 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 
yeah, bringing or introducing some of these ideas of or thoughts of how you would go build it. But well, I'm saying that's yeah. part of. Scoping. But what I'm saying though is scoping is a part of both long term and short term. Before you do either one of those things, sure. there's always yeah, so. Sure. I'm talking yeah. when I was talking my three points there. I still think the only three points for talking about where we're making the compromises. The compromises come from performance, documentation, and rigor on UI and UX. UI. Well, th I, those are the only three areas. Well, I think there's two lanes right now that I think that's why there's this little disconnect right now. There's the short term for the tech side of the build, the actual, in a sense, IT side of the, your skill set. And I think there's a the short term, long term of the business needs and the values where there may be short term where you don't have all 10 measures in there or all 10 features in there. Not necessarily that they have the right theme, but what the business needs. They may to get out the door to provide the solution may only need a subset of that. And that thing that's what Seth was talking about is what is the minimum viable solution that's going to deliver value to you impact. There's other things that they obviously may want, but I think there's a more of a core. Like if we just could see our sales, you know, connected to the, the, the first purchase a customer ever made. And if we could just see that, we would be more than happy. And that would help a lot. They obviously requested for, you know, 30% more, but there's a core that they wanted. The, the, I think they're, they're disconnected. There's that tech build that you're referring to, Mike. And I think there's a short-term, long-term on the actual project itself. And I don't think they're necessarily completely dependent on one another. I mean, I don't see why this is different, though. So I, I still think... All, you're, all you guys are saying right now is you're just talking scoping. You're asking questions about the end users and saying, hey, here's help me understand the nature of what this report is doing. I still think the only three buckets you're going to be compromising on are those three items. You're, you're, well, you're going to be picking and choosing how in-depth you want to go for each one of those, whether it's a short-term or long-term. Well, let me phrase it to you this way. No matter what report you work on, you're going to have to worry about the three things you talked about. That's right? what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, regardless. It's happening on every report regardless. And so you're exactly. saying, and you're exactly. saying, you're saying, hey, I'm not going to put a bunch of help icons all over the report page because right. it takes too much time. That's not part of our long-term solution. But I think what you guys are saying, which is very relevant, is these are the kind of questions we're talking about for an MVP, for the first run of whatever we're talking about for this report. Tell me what we, th what we think we need to know so we can decide how, what t-shirt size that we're talking about here. Because... Mm -hmm. Things like you were saying, Seth, earlier, like who will this report be shared with? What's the expected audience? Is this one report part of a larger collection of reports? I don't know, right? And, and so those questions up front are helping us automatically gauge these three areas saying, if we're not fitting these kind of criteria, and I'm, I'm going back to where the training I did with Melissa Coates, a lot of the stuff that she does and helping you talk about this is she takes you from a short-term type build solution on a report and you think about what that looks like, and then you think about what are the hurdles, what are the, the steps or the stair steps that we need to make in order to make this report a governed and larger report shared more broadly across the organization, right? So I, I think these are two different topics. Like mm -hmm. I get I get the the graduation, I disagree. right? I, you can disagree all you want. The, the fact of the yeah. matter is that graduation is you're taking a, 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 an end user report and putting it into a realm which we're talking about. We're talking about yep. this realm, right? And and if if we're consolidating the conversation, right? I I do think that in all of our upfront questions, we we haven't had something like you know Johnny brings up in the chat, 
which is maybe this is consolidated in the what 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 must be there right now, right? What should we have? What could you have? And what would you like to have? And if if like take that take those four questions, it's very similar to what I'm saying. Is because if you know where the business wants to go or would love to go with the report, you know what areas you wouldn't want to skimp out on in the short term, or you would want to make sure that as the business you know intelligence person, you're the one that is. Uh, making sure that the report will scale in those areas. And it could be the same three areas that we're talking about, but you have, like, I'm looking at this from like, yes, we have a wealth of experience to come from and we're making decisions all the time to make sure our, our report scales in any way. Yep. Right. But, regardless. But of, not yeah. everybody has all that experience. So it's like, Hey, maybe the, these qualifying scope questions are super valuable to help you understand like, Oh, what I'm not going to like, not not do this thing or set this up in such a way that I could I could get to these next levels if the report you know exploded and all of a sudden the business is going to come back and say hey you know that should have like it's a must it's a need right now yeah uh, and I, I I don't I'm not disagreeing with any of the the thoughts you have again I agree all the things you're asking for you're talking about scoping I think these are all pre things that happen before you can identify whether or not a report is short term or long term. All the things you just all the it, things you it, described it to me certainly it certainly helps in the well, decision. I think the process. scoping dictates whether or not that's what I'm saying. Be short term. So, but the, the but right. the three things you said, <laughs> what the, the three things you so, said the 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 performance, okay, so, yeah. the visual, performance, the, the, documentation, yeah. and UI. It doesn't UX. matter if you're doing a short term. You should be focusing on getting those right, regardless. Making sure that your you know your titles are right. That's not necessarily if you build if not you disagreeing a, there. But there's a, right. there's a there's a level there's a level of rigor that is increasing as you go to a long term solution, and that's all I'm saying. I'm saying there are three buckets. You will, regardless whether it's short term or long term, you will always be addressing performance, documentation, and UI UX. Those are the three areas sure. that I see yeah. that will always be happening think in every report. Think of this in a matrix. Those are the three columns, yep. and then I have four other questions of like, what do you need right now? MBT, right. Short term. What What do you want next? Right. What do you want after that? What do you want after that? Like the graduation of how you go down in that matrix is exactly what we're talking about. Yep. Yep. And if I can understand what those levels are, the I'm output of that understand is short term or long term. Right. Yeah. Right. No, agreed. Yeah. We're saying the same thing. I think we're just saying it differently. Okay. So I'm, I'm just saying like, <laughs> I'm trying to literally I'm like writing up like the blog now of like, here's the kind of con like so here, like what, I can't what, this what, what should we be doing? Right. It should, yeah. We should be having this scoping kind of conversation. And what kind of questions are we asking during scoping that's helping us define these three key areas? Sure. And then based on I the scoping information, we're then saying, okay, you know, uh, the UIX is going to be at a one. You know, you know, documentation is going to be at a three. You know, uh, testing and performance is, we need that to be a five, right? You know, you, and then you can kind of say, okay, based on this information we've been given prior to this, we know, you know, where this would fit. And we can say most reports are going to fit in ones and twos, to say short term, you know, if it's a five on any of these categories, but I, yeah, it's now long term solution. This, this is this this is a blog right out of this conversation. That's right? what because I'm going. Like, I've it, been saying yes in the matrix. In that matrix, though, that it, that makes that conversation even easier. Yes, right, because because then you're pri then you're forcing the business user to Bingo. prioritize right. what they want, and each of those you know gradations, you're saying yep. takes a longer period of time. I'm giving, I'm giving you like the dynamic yeah. t-shirt sizing. Yes. 100, 100%. T talk to and me about what you want. We're then... solving the we're short, solving... long-term conversation yes. right now. Yes. Actually, I think, <laughs> well, I, I, 
a little breakthrough here too. And I think with that, you know, must have, should have, could have. I, I like that a lot. A actually. lot of time. Well, because a lot of times I think people come to you with everything and you think, okay, I have to do everything. But I think you could scrape off a lot of the fat and still have this long-term solution where if you kind of identify, okay, what is the must have? And then one, you can focus there, build something. And also that's going to add to Seth's point. That's going to really dictate where you're spending your time on your visuals, where you're spending yeah, exactly. your time on, on your focus. And if you get that right, then maybe the, the, you know, should have, you can be built on it, but the, the could have maybe can be another cycle because, you know, that's not necessarily a requirement, but yeah. usually we just say, Hey, what do you want? And they'll, they will just run through a bulleted list yeah, and it's and not then, indexed or ordinal at all. Yep. But and, that, that fourth uh, column, Mike yeah. is, is time to implement. Yeah. And then you have your estimates. And then that's exactly. where you can basically, exactly. and, yeah, and this goes back to where we we're saying where, where you can say, okay, uh -huh. they, get, they would go through all the must have and should have. Like, okay. Well, based on what you said for item X on should have, you know, this is going to take a while. So, can we pivot here and you I know, think some, and have that discussion with them? Stuff yeah. where this makes a lot of sense to me is, well, right, is. we start talking about like, there's a couple things here too. Like when I'm talking about someone asks for a visual, like, hey, I found this visual on the internet. It looks kind of like this. Can you produce this in Power BI? The answer is yes, typically, but it's usually, <laughs> it's usually like, right. I got to go use Charticulator to go build it or I got to go build a custom visual to go build it. Because I mean, once we get to custom visuals, anything's possible. Yeah. You can build basically yeah. anything you want. There's, there are a couple limitations, but like you get a lot more flexibility when we get to this full custom spectrum. And again, what I'm thinking through this and like one of the UI UX properties here is anything that's short-term should not have any custom visuals. I probably shouldn't even go to the app source store and go digging around for custom visuals because it's going to take too long. Mm -hmm. Everything in short term. So this is where I'm saying, like, I think you can, once you kind of identify these three buckets, now you can start saying, okay, these types of acknowledgements on the input of this, whether it be custom visuals, not custom visuals, whatever it is, from those areas, we can now say, okay, I can now clearly see that based on this two or three request item, yeah, this is going to be a longer term solution and yeah. this is a bigger t-shirt size. This is a more, right. this is a three yeah. week, five week effort based on what you asked for. And then you can negotiate with them. And this is the best part I think yes. is like, yeah. they're like, well, five weeks is too long. I'm like, well, fine. We've got to cut out this, this, and yes. this. We, if we chop that, now we can make it into a short-term report. But now, oh, this is so good. Because once you once you had the conversation, you've documented mm -hmm. it, you've pulled those things out, that now becomes part of your tech debt. So now you, yeah. can then, you can then log it away and say, if you want these other things to happen, this is this is the extra effort required to make that thing better quality or bring it, it upstream yeah, it, it's it may, really good it may not be like i would distinct like enhancement is different than a tech that thing for me like mm -hmm. you're still going to be making some choices yeah, in here agreed. with implementation that you might need to tweak but at least you've way. documented but, them now though because tech that is usually something you don't talk to business about yeah <laughs> right it's, it's, <laughs> we usually kind of hide that on uh, yeah well, it's, a, it's a backlog. It's called it's called a, a backlog day. of business. Backlog, yeah. right? Right. We'll add well, it to the backlog, and, aka tech debt. So I will say, if you this idea here, uh, especially about kind of prioritizing itemizing these functionalities, so to speak, one of the best things that really helped me was building solutions in the Power Platform, not just the reporting. So Microsoft has an amazing document about planning a Power Power app. And it's like the whole project planning for that, like the scoping, the discover, discoverability, because it that is a very different conversation. It's a similar, but a very different conversation because that's requiring user interaction or input. Mm -hmm. So, and there's a lot more dependencies, but that's helped me build 
or scope out reports because there's a lot of items where they're like, we want all this in this application and input here. And you're like, okay, if we were to do this, it's going to you know take much longer for us to get to where we want to go. But in order, the basic thing that we wanted to do was you could input to this form and it will automate here. Can can we publish this and get this at least being used now? And again, then you have all those other things that are those, like it would be nice to have if, you know, it could create a ticket in Jira or, you know, uh, update someone in Slack. Well, based on the configuration, that's going to take additional debt than additional time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if you want, like I said, if you want to really f see this in, in practice or a requirement because it will happen is build a power app for somebody and this will exactly happen. But everything we're saying, I absolutely love. And I think is spot on in terms of, I think also helping a report developer focus on the right things and also align at the, I think at the end of the day, it's setting and aligning expectations with your stakeholder. So you can go out of that scope and call and you're both exactly on the same page on what's going to be done. Dan Meisner says, uh, uh, you need to talk about QFDs, quality functional development. I think it's an interesting phrase there. I'm going to go Google that one a little bit more. It helps you get scope, tech requirements, and it helps you provide longer term. So, I mean, I think Dan just coined it, right? Uh, now all of our conversations are like, all right, hello, welcome to reporting. Got a blog title. We're going we're gonna to look yeah. for the QFD. Uh, or, you know, let's yeah. talk our QFDs for this reporting now. And we, we've, we've coined it. I don't know if this is a real phrase. It's like, it could be already out on the internet. Probably. Yeah, I hope it's we're, on Wikipedia. We're, 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 actually, we're actually probably just finding our way into well-established thoughts and ideas that are already out there. <laughs> I think that's what the t-shirt says now. We should make this process called, called... This is why we call it the water cooler talk, not the... Uh... We know everything talk. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Quality Functional Development Podcast. Hosted by Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, this is probably a good time to cut it. Um, everyone, thank you very much for the conversation. This was really good. This is probably one of the more heated conversations we've had around figuring things out and, re and refining the idea. I, honestly, though, I think we came down to a really good place. Um, Let's see if I have time to materialize these ideas into kind of like an actual like blog that kind of maybe describes a bit more of what this thinking is and get more feedback and comments from the community. How do, what are they finding? What's working for them? So um, our only ask for people who are listening to the podcast, if you like what you heard here, if you learned something new, please just go share it with one other person. Uh, let them know that you are finding value from it. And we're live uh, more often than not, hopefully. <laughs> then uh, and if you're watching or listening or watching, Tommy, where can you find the podcast? You can find the podcast anywhere they're available. If you're watching live, you can subscribe on Apple and Spotify. Uh, we always get new episodes. If you want to join the conversation, if you're listening on audio, uh, follow Power BI Tips on YouTube and LinkedIn. We po uh, publish the uh, videos in advance so you can always see what's coming up and uh, make sure they get notified. Thank you all very much for listening or watching. We'll see you next time.